0: welcome to the soft life with sadie baddies sadie baddies is the antidote to mental health stigma and this podcast is hosted by yours truly priscilla o Adjiman. we are a virtual sanctuary centering black and multiracial people and we prioritize the mental and emotional nourishment that is the foundation of collective healing in our communities thank you for being here welcome back to the soft life baddies it is still tuesday even though this episode is coming to you a little bit late It's all good. I am so excited to be coming back and sharing with you another episode. We have some important announcements and updates. First things first, we have been featured in Essence Magazine. And we had a feature written by Dominique Fluker, who's a journalist and writer for Essence Magazine, talking about the soft life and what the soft life means for Black women specifically. We were also featured in Essence as we shared an, an excerpt about sabbaticals and what sabbaticals are, how Black women can benefit from taking sabbaticals. So two times featured in essence. I think that's a wonderful way to celebrate Women's History Month. I'm so grateful for this community, for this team that has created such an amazing space both online and offline for the soft life and if you manage to get a print version of the essence magazine flip through and you will see the soft life podcast featured in that edition so i'm very excited about that news and that update we also attended a really cool event last week in new york city and this event was about the capital update on black beauty which was led and hosted by the Black Beauty Club in partnership with Glossier and it was at Glossier's headquarters in New York City in Soho really great event we met with um some fe- black female founders from across the beauty industry and you know ranging from skincare to makeup um and it was just a really great open and honest event i think Hearing firsthand from Black female founders and learning about their process, their wins, their losses, and also what drives them as well as what has held them back from their success. I've learned so much from just being in the room and also meeting some of the the founders themselves. I really, really loved going to that event. So last week, we talked about unlearning perfectionism and this episode was definitely for the recovering perfectionist myself included and we talked about you know the ways that perfectionism can hinder us but also how sometimes it can allow us to be the best the best version of ourselves so definitely check out that episode if you are somebody that deals with perfectionism or struggles with perfectionism and I think this conversation is ongoing. I think learning ways that we can unlearn certain habits or characteristics that we think are just inherent to us but learning how to unpack it in a softer way and with more compassion is what this is all about. So today's topic is all about building your personal brand and while building your personal brand, also learning how to stay authentic as a creator and as a brand owner. And the reason why I really want to talk about this topic specifically is because I get a lot of questions on a regular basis about building a personal brand or starting a community or starting a business. And I appreciate those questions. However, I think As someone who is also early in my business and I'm early in learning about the ups and downs and kind of the ropes of owning a business, especially an online business like Sadie Baddies, I have been learning so much about what what a personal brand is, how to build it, how to sustain it, and also how to just advance your personal brand to your benefit. And there's a lot of tips on this all over TikTok and YouTube, but I really wanted to dedicate a specific episode about building your personal brand and how it can help you in the long run. And there's so many reasons why building a personal brand can bring out positive outputs in your life. But first, let's start with what is a personal brand and what is personal branding? So personal branding is the process of defining and promoting what you stand for as an individual. Your personal brand is a culmination of the experiences, skills, and values that differentiate you. So everybody has a personal brand, whether they realize it or not. This is not to be confused with the fact that everybody is a brand. You are not a brand. Of course, brands are something that is meant mostly for consumption um, to a wider audience. However, we each carry a certain level of values, a certain level of experiences that speak for themselves. And similar to kind of like the clothes that we wear or the way we style our, our hair or how we show to, how we choose to show up in the world, your personal brand is what speaks for you without you having to even open your mouth. So, there is so much, there's so many reasons why personal branding is extremely essential in today's digital age. I mean, first and foremost, we're living in a digital first age. I think, especially with the pandemic and how it completely shifted our culture and our way of connecting with each other, more brands now than ever are online or almost all digitally based, if not a hybrid model, more companies are pushing towards having a a, a hybrid or a digital based consumer experience, even healthcare. I mean, telehealth has completely skyrocketed since um, 2020. And there's so many articles and research articles that are coming out about that on a regular basis about how much the digital age has transformed how we move as a society. So there's a lot of reasons why you may or may not be interested in developing your personal brand. But again, if you are somebody that is trying to build a business or you're somebody that wants to stand out and you want to make a presence online, this episode is for you. So here are some of the reasons why it's important to develop your personal brand in today's digital age. Number one is that it creates increased confidence within yourself. So as you develop and grow your personal brand, you become more self-aware and confident in your abilities and your unique qualities. So this can translate to feeling more confidence in other areas of your life, such as your relationships and your career. I know for me, firsthand, Developing and growing Satty Baddies has given me so much confidence. It's allowed me to take up space. It's allowed me to speak up, use my voice, just like I am right now. But it's also allowed me to be more fearless in the way that I move through the world. I know that I've been through a lot of challenges, both with, you know, growing this brand and this business and this platform, whether it's dealing with brands, you know, not paying you on time, or it's dealing with how to manage community uh, members who may not necessarily have the same um, perspective as you and having that difficult dialogue that happens when you have so many different people coming to the same space, or whether it's the the kind of confusing landscape that is the wellness industry or the wellness space, which Sometimes can be passed off as love and light, but you know, in reality, it's a it's a business and an industry, just like anything else. So knowing that I've been able to overcome challenges has increased my confidence over time. Another reason why personal branding is really important in today's digital age is the career advancement that it gives you. And of course, a strong personal brand can help you stand out in a crowded job market like this current job market in this economy that we're in now, and it can also help to attract more opportunities for career advancement. You may be more likely to be considered for promotions or new job opportunities or even entrepreneurship ventures if you have a strong personal brand. And additionally, having greater control in your everyday life by building your personal brand, you can take control of how others perceive you and your work. You can flip the narrative. You can decide to rewrite what narrative you want because you can use this personal branding to your advantage to create a more positive reputation and just establish yourself as a leader in your field. If you want to become someone who is respected or somebody who is reliable or a trusted source or even a thought leader i would say that building your personal brand is the first step in building that of course the knowledge has to be there the proof of concept has to be there the education might not may not may also need to be there as well for example if you are somebody that's in the wellness space and you're a practitioner such as you know a therapist or somebody that is a massage therapist or a nutritionist or a Reiki practitioner, whatever it is, you may need to establish that groundwork, that very baseline of you being aware and being somebody that is trustworthy with this information. And of course, that might include going to school for this, having a license, being accredited for these things. But a of course, in addition to that, having a personal brand allows you to have greater control over these narratives. Um, another another important factor in developing your personal brand or why having a personal brand is beneficial is developing a stronger network. So When you develop a personal brand, it can also help you expand your professional network and connect with others and your industry. And this can lead to new opportunities for collaboration, mentorship, and support overall. And of course, just overall, your improved well-being is going to be highlighted even more as you develop your your personal brand. So when you live and work in alignment with your values and strengths, you're more likely to experience greater fulfillment and happiness in your life. And building a personal brand can help you identify and focus on these aspects of yourself and just ultimately lead to more improved well-being. So building a personal brand is an investment in yourself and your future. And there's so many reasons why when you just start to build your personal brand and understand Who you are, what your values are, it makes it very crystal clear to yourself and to everyone around you what you stand for, what you're about, what your interests are, what your dislikes are. So let's talk about identifying some of the values, strengths, and other unique kind of selling points, I guess, to describe your personal brand. So the reason why it's so important to define and identify these things is first of all, differentiation and identifying your unique strengths and values. When you do this, you can differentiate yourself from others in your field or your industry. And this can also help you to stand out in a crowded market and attract the right opportunities. So if you are a creative person, you're creative, say you have a brand agency or you're a designer, when you focus on your strengths and your values and you focus on what makes you uniquely you, that is going to help you to solidify your personal brand. Another key point is authenticity. People can tell when you're being authentic. They just can. It's it's one of those human, it's like a sixth sense as a human being. You can tell when somebody's being authentic and when they're being genuine. And I mean, we've seen this time and time again. We've seen celebrities do really bad collaborations like, okay, how did this influencer end up doing this very random collaboration with an airport or something like that you know like just we've seen collaborations that don't really make sense and your personal brand should be an accurate reflection of who you are so by identifying your strengths and values you can definitely ensure that your personal brand is authentic and aligned with your personality, your beliefs, and your goals, and your audience will be able to tell that as well. In addition to that, knowing your strengths and values can help you to just focus your efforts on areas where you excel and where what you're passionate about. So overall, this can lead to greater satisfaction and fulfillment in your work and your personal life. And it just allows you to really hone in on what makes you good at what you're good at. And of course, when you identify your strengths and your values, you are able to understand and help yourself and others make more informed decisions about your career path. So when when you have that understanding, you can seek out opportunities that align with your strengths and values, and that can lead to ultimately more satisfaction, more happiness and more success in your personal and your professional life. So overall, identifying your strengths and your values is a critical step in building and managing your your sh- strong personal brand, which ideally will accurately represent who you are and what you stand for. And there's some ways to do this. Um, there's several ways you can. I mean, my my biggest suggestion and what I've done is really to just be inspired and take your inspiration onto a deeper level. So one way that you can start to um, identify the tools and exercises to help you develop your personal brand is to conduct a self-assessment. So taking time to reflect on your strengths, your values, your passions, and your unique characteristics. And also consider what you want to be known for and what sets you apart from others in your field. I've done this many, many times. I've done this in so many ways. But one thing I like to do, at least quarterly, is think about what we're we're doing really well as a brand and as a business, as Saudi baddies. what What are some of our strengths? I think some of our strengths are being relatable, creating information that is digestible and easy to read we are really good at making community the forefront of our conversation. And I also think some of our values include honesty, transparency, community, connection, and some of the unique characteristics and ways that we do this is we do this through our educational content on Instagram. Even some of our more lighthearted content still always has a point of view of, of wanting to feel like that virtual hug that you see on the internet when you see Sadie bodies pop up on your feed we want you to feel like it's your internet best friend like your your big sister or someone that you really trust and feel like you can be yourself around and we've created these environments online and offline we've created this this environment for people in our community through our Geneva home, on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, but even with our in-person events like we've had in our healing circles and our other events that we've had. And creating this atmosphere is really important to us. And this is one of our strengths as a community. And, you know, there's a lot of wellness spaces. There's a lot of wellness platforms. There's a lot of mental health platforms. But Nobody is going to be able to tell your story the way that you tell it. And even from a personal point of view, aside from Sadie Baddies, me as as Priscilla, as the person who is the voice behind this platform, my personal strengths and my personal values and passions are also kind of intertwined in how I show up as a business person and how I show up for this community. So focusing on your strengths, your values, what you're passionate about you know, sharing what you love, like what's your morning routine? What are what is the what's your day-to-day like? That kind of behind the scenes, that's part of your personal brand as well, and being intentional about that is crucial. Another way that you can um learn to or practice developing your personal brand is to define your audience and consider who your target audience is and what they need or what they want from you. This is going to help you tailor your personal brand and meet their expectations. So, if you are somebody that is a really humorous person or you're really funny and you know you use humor to connect with your your audience, that is what they're going to expect from you. So, somebody who is using humor to connect with their audience, they may not always have these really deep, vulnerable or super serious pieces of content that they share because that's not what their audience is expecting from them. This doesn't mean that they can never go outside of their comfort zone, but, you know, at a certain point, your your audience is is pretty... They become used to what you share. And, I mean, I feel like this about a lot of the content creators that I follow or the, the influencers, I guess you can say, um, that I engage with. And, you know, if they are... uh person that typically posts content around beauty or self-care or lifestyle, then I kind of know what to expect from them. And that's okay. It's okay if you have a continuous or you have a pattern of what you share because that creates a level of trust with your audience. And that also helps to establish your personal brand. Think about the person that you go to if you need the best cookie dough recipe? Is there somebody online or on Instagram that you follow that you know is going to give that to you? Or is there someone that you follow that always seems to have the right advice or knows what to say? Or if you're looking for someone who can give you recommendations of where can I find a really good doctor in my neighborhood? Oh, this person talks about health a lot. Or I'm going to go on a vacation or a trip. This person's always talking about trips or they're a travel influencer, they're a travel content creator. I'm going to go to their page and see what they recommend as far as hotels, et cetera. Knowing that your audience can trust you based on the information that you provide on a regular basis, not only builds a level of trust, but it creates consistency throughout your personal brand. Another way to start practicing this is to develop your messaging and this is when you just have a very clear understanding of who you are and who your audience is so when you have this down you're able to accurately accurately represent your personal brand so this includes your elevator pitch your bio and your social media profiles so for me and for sadie baddies using this as an example consistently throughout Our elevator pitch is who who is Sadie Baddies? Sadie Baddies is a virtual sanctuary designed for Black and multiracial people to destigmatize mental health and initiate collective healing. That is our why. That is our purpose. That's the elevator pitch. If someone needs a quick one-sentence definition of who we are, that's what we share of course, we can go into depth. We can talk about the brand partners we've worked with. We can talk about the press features that we've had. We can talk about some of the events that we've done. We can talk about the content that we share. We can talk about the founder, aka me. <laughs> Whatever it is, having a very clear understanding of that and being able to translate that in words is essential. You're The way that you're going to communicate to your audience and to your larger online or offline community that's what's going to help you to be solidified in who you are what your personal brand is and of course your social media profiles being consistent throughout one overlooked detail that i find is if you are building your personal brand have the same social media handle throughout if you are known as ariana i don't know why i thought about that name but <laughs> say your name is ariana right or you know, you have a, a brand name that is a singular word or whatever the case is. If you have that name on your Instagram, but then your Twitter is completely different, or your TikTok is completely different, it's very confusing. It's very confusing for not only people who want to search for you, but it's con- it's confusing for brands. It's confusing for the for SEO purposes, purposes, which is search engine optimization, which is a whole nother topic, but. When you are inconsistent with your social media profiles and you're known by different names or even aliases, that is very confusing for your personal brand. And one thing that I think is also overlooked is when people don't use their real name, Now, some people don't like to use their real name and I completely understand. But one thing I will say is that the people I know that use their real name stick out to me always. They are people that I remember. I remember their handle, they're easy to identify. I don't have to think, oh, what's their handle? What's their name again? It's very clear cut. It's very obvious who they are. And I think having that consistency throughout all of your social media platforms, it just not only makes you consistent throughout, it also it creates your digital footprint. So if your website is the same name or URL using a similar naming system as your Twitter, your, your TikTok, your LinkedIn, whatever it is, it's going to make it so much easier for you to build your personal brand. And I'm really... Actually, I'm very grateful that I did this route even early on before I knew anything about personal branding, because when it came time for us to actually get our trademark registered, that's something that they asked for. They wanted our digital footprint, basically. They wanted the first blog post that we wrote back in 2019. They wanted all of the handles that we have on all our social media platforms. They wanted everything that had Sadie Baddies linked to it. And without that, it would have been very difficult for me to gotten this trademark approved. So I highly suggest if you can to have consistency throughout your social media presence because that's going to ingrain not only for your audience, but for everyone to understand who you are and what space you're taking up on the internet. Um... So another really important tool or way that you can help yourself to identify your personal brand is to network. And one thing about networking is that it's going to get you out of your comfort zone. It's going to force you to be very clear about who you are. And networking is just a crucial component of building your Personal brand, you know, attending industry events, connecting with others in your field on social media, seeking out opportunities to collaborate with others, that's gonna help you to solidify your personal brand. I when I go to events, it's not for fun. It's really for work. It's it's a work related event, it's a tax write off, you know. (laughs) When you go to events, especially as a business owner as a content creator or whatever your business is it's because you are networking with people in your industry. And they, this could be your next job. This could be your next job opportunity that, you know, I can't even tell you how many times I've been to an event and I end up knowing at least five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 people that are at that event because I met them through another event or someone I know that they know, know each other. And the, especially in New York city, I will say that, the degrees of separation are almost non-existent. Everybody knows somebody. And that's why you really have to carry yourself with grace. That's why you have to have integrity, especially as a, as a entrepreneur, as a creative, because you never know who someone else is, who someone else knows. And I mean, I can get into that a lot. (laughs) I can really get into, the interwebs of networking and community building. And so if you want an episode on that, you know, um, share that in our DMs, email us, hit us up on TikTok, whatever, and we will do another episode on that. Um, okay, so these are some of the other concrete ways that developing your brand, your your brand identity is going to help you. And these are some of the, the practical ways And kind of steps that I would check off if I'm somebody that wants to start building my personal brand from scratch. So of course, choosing your name, your logo, your visual style. If you're going to choose a name and logo, I would definitely suggest looking up on the USPTO, which is the US Postal Trademark Office, I believe, um, is the acronym for it. But Essentially, you want to make sure that the name that you're using for your brand or for your if you are going to use a different name other than your real name is not already in use, because if you do want to make this an official brand later down the line, it's going to be a lot easier when it's not something that's already taken. So choosing a name, a logo and your visual style, I think in terms of choosing your visual style, I love to use platforms like Pinterest I mean, Pinterest is such a great way to start, you know, building up your mood board. But if you don't even want to use Pinterest, you can use anything. You can use Tumblr. You can just print out pictures, magazines, whatever it is. But figuring out what it is that you want to represent, what's the energy that you want to give? You know, do you want to give off like corporate baddie? Do you want to give off wild child, flower girl, crystal having, you know, kind of girl? Do you, do you want to give off somebody who is, you know, just really about her money, her paper? Whatever it is, figure it out for yourself and find representations of that that you can incorporate into your personal brand. Um, Creating a consistent brand voice and tone. So one way to do this is to have a specific word or phrase or catchphrase that you use with your audience and a word that they know and identify with you as. For us, it's the soft life or our hashtag that we originated on Instagram, which is hashtag let's try softer. There's also, um, you know, obviously saddy baddies and hey baddies. That's something that we always use to identify our community. And there's a lot of other examples, but finding a way to, Kind of connect to your audience in a way that they know it's specifically for them, and I think artists do this all the time. You know, you have the Barb's, which is Nicki Minaj's fan base. You have Rihanna Navy, which is Rihanna's fan base. Beehive, you know. Um, I heard that Ice Spice calls her her fans. Uh, Spice Spice Cabinets or the Cabinet, something like that. <laughs> but. You know, whatever it is, like making people feel connected to you on a deeper level. it's It sounds like a small detail, but it actually goes way deeper. And it means a lot to the people who are actually engaging with you. And then, of course, you want to pick the right platforms for your personal brand. So what I had done in the beginning was I started Sadie Baddies on Instagram. But then beyond that, I developed it into a website. Which has a blog, which has a, a resources page, which has a community page. And, you know, in addition to that, we've developed a presence across all social media platforms where, as of right now, we have over 20,000 um, followers on all of our platforms. And that goes for Instagram, that goes for Twitter, TikTok, um, our Geneva home, that also includes LinkedIn um youtube so all of these different platforms and figuring out what is your right platform i think every creator has a favorite platform that they use i you know as much as instagram might give us a headache i still do like instagram for our educational content. Um, not necessarily for everything that we share, but I would say specifically for educational content, I do like using Instagram as a tool, but I've also learned to really like using Pinterest. I love Pinterest. I love using LinkedIn actually for, um, you know, sharing updates and news with the Sadie Baddies community and choosing the right platform. That's going to help your, your space grow. And of course, TikTok, I've, Had a really love hate relationship with TikTok uh, last year, but shout out to Angel, our community manager. She really helped (laughs) me get over the fear of using TikTok. And, you know, her being just Gen Z in general, she's super tapped in and tuned into like using all these different platforms, but she also gives a lot of fresh insight into using um, platforms like TikTok, which are more video based, obviously. So exploring what right platforms are for you is going to help you to feel comfortable as well in your personal brand i think people can tell when you're comfortable using a space or even if it's a digital space it shows up in your confidence and how you how much you post when you post when you don't post there's some people who are terrified of instagram and i don't re- i don't really understand why because it's just an app and maybe they're focused too much on the outcome and the the metrics of Instagram so they just don't even try but like at the end of the day it's just an app like your your business is not Instagram right instagram is just the medium or <coughs> excuse me instagram or tiktok or whatever platform you're using that's just the medium that's not the actual business so don't get caught up in the metrics of everything because that's not going to define your business in the long term that's simply just the medium so one thing that I love to do is to really solidify and create um, content that reflects our personal brand. So types of content that we create include blog posts, videos, um, you know, just social media posts that are informational or memes or different types of content um, and creating your content pillars. There's a lot of information about content pillars and that's essentially your content pillars are the three or four outlines of what type of content you're sharing. So if you are someone that uses a lot of educational posts, like maybe you're someone that is um even skincare or like beauty or tech or music or art. There could be a pillar of you having educational posts or something that's more inspirational or heartfelt. Mixing up your content pillars and finding content that aligns with your personal brand is really important. And um, once you have that, you can kind of rinse and repeat, but you can also switch things up. And it's important to always be open to the evolution of technology, the evolution of the way that our digital age brings us to have to kind of be more outspoken or show up online in different ways that we may not have shown up before. Um, And I personally feel like having content pillars really helps you to not overthink your content. And if you're having trouble defining what your content pillars are, or like who your audience is, or who your target audience is, or who you're, you know, who who you're speaking to, that kind of thing, you may need to bring on someone who is a brand strategist. And that's something that I had to do in the beginning within the first six months of starting, well, actually within the first year of starting Sadie Baddies, I hired a brand strategist to come in and develop, you know, a brand strategy for Saudi baddies. And, you know, since then we've grown, we've evolved, we've changed so much, but that initial investment has helped me tremendously because it gave me a baseline and a foundation of what I needed. And so now that I have that, I had that tool and I had that information, I'm able to navigate and pivot and kind of grow and develop, um, continuously, Definitely outsourcing if you don't have the skill set or you don't feel comfortable taking on a certain aspect of developing your personal brand, maybe hiring a brand strategist could be one way to mitigate that. So let's talk about growing your personal brand and strategies for expanding your reach. So first thing is consistency. So being consistent and staying consistent is the key to building a strong personal brand. So ensuring that your messaging, your tone, your visual branding are consistent across all platforms and also how often and when you post. So this includes posting on social media, your website, your email marketing materials. So being consistent is super important. I get this question all the time. How do you grow? How do you grow? How do you grow? Well, you cannot grow if you don't ever share, if you are not sharing anything on your platforms, most likely your platform is going to be stagnant or your brand or your page or is going to be stagnant. If you don't engage, if you don't use the tools that are available to you to grow and expand and reach, you're not going to see growth. And also you have to understand that you need to be consistent and patient. I would add patience on top of consistency because You may not see the fruits of your labor for months, maybe even years after you are consistent. Every single thing that I've shared on Sadie Baddies, which whatever platform, it didn't start off super fast growth. You know, it took time and we're still growing so much like we have so much. We have a long way to go, in my opinion. But if you don't start somewhere and you give up before you even give yourself a chance to try, you're not going to ever grow and accelerate as your personal brand. So creating valuable content is another really important aspect of expanding your reach. So creating and sharing valuable content, obviously that's a great way to expand, but creating that uh, valuable content establishes you as an authority in your field and it helps you to build a following. So this can include blog posts, videos, podcasts, social media posts. If you don't know, we actually have a podcast playlist on Sadibaddy's Spotify channel, which has over 12 hours of (laughs) listening time. And we have been featured in over 15, almost 20 podcasts, um, episodes of different brands, uh, organizations, companies. So we have done a lot of, you know, deep dives into Sadie Baddies and building the brand. So if you do get an offer to be a guest on a podcast, obviously do your re your research and vet, make sure that podcast is a podcast that you want to be, um, featured on, of course. But, you know, this is one way that you can start to create, like I said, create that digital footprint, which is going to help you um, in the long run. So seeking out opportunities and looking for ways to showcase your expertise and grow your personal brand. So, you know, this could be a speaking engagement or this can be a volunteer opportunity. Last year, we did an amazing volunteer opportunity for career day at a charter school in Brooklyn. And the way that we were connected to that speaking engagement, and you know, this was career day, so it was middle schoolers. And um we all, each of us from different industries, sectors, walks of life came in to speak to the students about careers. And, you know, I got, I got to talk to the students about um, creating this mental health like brand in this platform. And the reason I was tapped for that was because I met the director of that um, school at an event. So again, like seeking out opportunities for speaking engagement. Um, this might be volunteering. This could be paid speaking engagements. We've done a number of paid speaking engagements. So side note and shameless plug, if you're somebody that you know, Once a speaker for your college or your student organization, we have done so many amazing conversations and workshops at Howard University, University of Southern California, the American International College. Any, We have done a lot of workshops and virtual and in-person workshops for various schools and organizations. So that's always one way that we love to be engaged in our community and just collaborate with others in our field um and another way to grow your personal brand is to continuously learn and develop you know continuously learning and developing your skills and and knowledge it's it's essential it's going to help you to grow it's going to help you to stay up to date staying up to date with industry industry trends attending workshops and training programs seeking out mentorship and coaching i mean we do this in so many ways but staying up to date with industry trends through following social media platforms or pages that talk about tips and tricks for content creation or tips and tricks for growing your personal brand. There's a lot of LinkedIn creators that talk about personal branding. There's a lot of free workshops that talk about this. So if you really want to, you will find the information that you're looking for. Sometimes I think we wait for those opportunities to come to us, but sometimes you need to be the person to go out and look for them or just seek them out yourself. You know, it doesn't take so much effort to look for information that you want to find on a certain topic. More than likely, it's already out there. It's just a matter of you finding it and seeking it out. And by implementing these strategies, you can definitely grow your personal brand and establish yourself as a leader in your field. And you know, just remember that building your personal brand, it's it's a continuous dedication. It's a process. It is going to take time, consistency, and willingness to learn and adapt over time. So now that you know the basics of building your personal brand, figuring out what your likes, your dislikes are, figuring out your content pillars, all these things how do you even know if you're successful so these are some ways that you can measure your success so obviously your increased visibility and engagement on social media or online that's one way to measure your success of your personal brand you know you can look and see how many followers have you gained on social media the number of views on your website or your blog your engagement Um, the number of likes, shares, comments, retweets that you receive on social media, that can be a deciding factor of how you can measure your success. And you can easily quantify this through a lot of apps that will actually find your engagement rate for you. You can do it manually yourself. You just need to look up engagement formula on Google. And this is going to be one way to measure your success. I know when an episode a podcast episode is doing really well. Why? Because I can go to the analytics and I can see how many of you downloaded the last episode and I will say to this day y'all really love the Lucky Girl Syndrome episode. I mean, that's the most downloaded episode thus far out of the over what 30 now episodes that we have. So you know, learning and understanding and studying your own analytics can help you to, it can inform you of what kind of content does your audience really like? What do they like listening to? What do they like sharing with their friends? And so that's information for you to take back, back to the drawing board, see how you can take some of that information, and maybe re redo it. And just remember, you don't have to recreate the wheel. One thing that I've been doing, and maybe it's secret, maybe it's not, but one thing that I've been doing that's been helping me a lot is revisiting content that I've created that's worked really well. If there's something on the page or something that I've written or even old captions that I've used... I guarantee people are not going to remember the caption you used in April of 2021. No one, nobody's going to remember that. If you can find a way to rephrase it or to to recycle that content or repost some of your videos that went viral or maybe got a lot of shares or got a lot of engagement, how can you recreate this content so that. One, you're not being stuck in always creating something new, but two, you're also sharing with your audience what you already know is tried and true. That is the path of least resistance. And to me, that is a prime example of softness because if it's not broke, don't fix it. Another way to measure your success is through your reputation. So, your reputation is another indicator of your personal brand and the success of your personal brand. So this can include the feedback that you receive from your clients, your colleagues, other people in your industry, as well as any, war- any awards or recognition you have received. Building up your reputation takes a long time. This is probably what you're not going to see the outcomes of until probably a couple years into what you're doing as somebody that's building their personal brand. The first feature that I had you know, wasn't until about a year after we'd already started Sadie Baddies. And now, you know, we have a long list of press and features and articles and blog posts and podcasts and all these things that are great for recognition. But what's important is to remember that you have to start somewhere. And if even if you're someone that doesn't have, you're not verified and you don't have thousands of followers. That's okay. But what's important is to continue this because it's going to be a slow race. It's not going to be something that you just, even if you do go viral, you know, randomly one day, which is very possible, especially with TikTok, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have that reputation, you know, you could be someone that just got went viral because you made a video that coincidentally got a lot of traction, but if it's for the wrong reasons or if, if it's if it's for something that's not what you want to be represented as, then it's a the time to step back and realize like what is your reputation? How do you want to be perceived and how do you want to show up in the world continuously? And lastly, you know, impact is one way to measure your success. So ultimately, the success of your personal brand is measured by the impact that you have on other people. So this includes the positive influence that you have on your audience, the difference that you can make in people's lives and the value that you bring to your industry or your community. When I get comments and DMs that you listen to The Soft Life and it's helped your mental health, it's improved your mental health, it's, it's something that you look forward to every single week, or you listen to the soft life when you're taking your morning walk, or you're walking your dog, or you're making your coffee. And, you know, that is impact that allows me to know, okay, this is working. Even if this helps only one person, this is working. And especially with Sadie Baddies in the thick of 2020, when we were all shut down, and, you know, at home, a lot of people relied on Sadi baddies to be a virtual safe space because there was no other option. We did not have the option to connect in person. So the Instagram lives that we used to do, or the the different types of events virtually that we used to do and still do. You know, obviously we're kind of more focused on being in person whenever we can. But those moments and those areas are they can't be measured. And, um, one really impactful, super impactful, two super impactful moments I would say that we've had as a community is number one, I will never forget one of our community members reached out to us and told us that they shared some of our posts to their students who are actually at a juvenile detention center. And, that really shocked me. I was like, wow, so you're using this information to share with other young people and teaching them about mental health through an Instagram post? Like, that was so crazy to me at the time. And then um, another college student wrote about Sadie Baddies and how much it helped her feel seen and visible as she was someone that struggled with depression. And, you know, that impact is not something that can ever be put into numbers, but that quality of impact is something that helps me to keep going every single day on days where I want to give up, on days where I'm tired and I don't feel like doing anything. That is part of my why and that impact is what helps me to be solidified and rooted in this work. Okay, so let's talk about ways to deal with challenges and setbacks as you're developing your personal brand. So Reframing your mindset is super important. So instead of seeing your setbacks as failures, try to reframe them as learning opportunities. So embracing the challenges as a chance to learn, to grow and to become stronger. I mean, setbacks are subjective, but if a setback to you is creating a post and it not getting a lot of traction, I wouldn't even call that a setback because it happens to all of us and you cannot only measure your success through vanity metrics and you know again looking about looking at how you can change this into a learning opportunity if there is an angle that you've been trying to reach in your content or or in your brand and it's not hitting it's not sticking or it's not getting a lot of engagement, consider another way to do it. Like I said, recycle, rephrase, redo. I'm all about being sustainable in your creative practices. Being sustainable in your creative practices is going to help you to conserve energy. It's going to help you to be stay in that that creative flow, that creative kind of sweet spot where you're humming with ideas and that zone of focus that we all want and desire. So reframing that is gonna help you a lot. And staying focused, not getting sidetracked when you are sit with with when you are faced with setbacks, just staying focused and being committed to your personal brand's purpose. Another way to deal with challenges and setback is to seek feedback and be open to change. So Reach out to people that you trust in your network and ask them for feedback. Constructive feedback is going to help you identify your blind spots and areas for improvement. Is your website too slow? Is it not engaging enough? Is your content dry? Is, you know, like what, what is it about what you're sharing or what you're doing that's not resonating? And ask somebody you know and you trust. It does not need to be a whole you know, community poll. It could be if you wanted to be, but if you're someone who's a little bit more introverted and maybe just only wants one or two opinions, choose people that are able to help you to see a new point of view or people that you trust that can help you to be open and help you to change your strategy. And again, like I said, dealing with challenges and setbacks, sometimes it might be time for you to bring someone else on board who can help you to... Really take care of not only the blind spots, but help you improve in a way that you may not be able to see just yet. And of course, when you deal with challenges and setbacks, it's really important to to take care of yourself and growing your personal brand is super demanding. It can be physically and mentally demanding and draining. So being sure to take care of yourself by getting enough rest, prioritizing self-care, exercising and eating healthy. That is essential and that's going to help you to deal with life's ups and downs, especially when building your own personal brand. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've had to take a break or even today, like 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 today, I typically release episodes, you know, early in the morning, but life be lifing sometimes and it just, you have to shift and do what's best for you. It's okay to still get it done at a later time, but not beating yourself up if you don't do things perfectly. OK, so. Wrapping up, let's talk about some tips to stay authentic and true to yourself. So number one is being. Authentic, and of course, you know, authenticity is at the heart of sticking to your personal brand, but authenticity is all about being transparent and honest, being open and honest about your experiences your successes and failures and sharing your journey with your audience that's going to help you to stay true to yourself and in addition to that i think it's totally understandable and relatable to reinvent yourself your personal brand really needs to be a reflection of who you are and what you stand for and as you grow and change over time it's important to update and evolve your personal brand to reflect those changes We have reinvented as a brand. I have reinvented personally with my personal brand. I mean, I've changed my Instagram handle a few times. And even with Sadie Baddies, we've changed our logo. We will probably have another logo change in a few years if that's what we identify as, as a brand. I mean, I currently love our logo, but, (laughs) you know, or change our website and our branding, the color schemes, the fonts, everything that creates that package deal of your brand. It's okay to reinvent yourself as long as you're staying authentic to who you are. And that transparency also sometimes includes telling your community or your followers, hey, we're going to change some things around here. I hope you guys are open for the ride. I hope you're down to kind of watch us go through this journey and that's okay you're you're the people who really want to see you develop over time are going to be the people that are still going to support you and of course when you're staying authentic and true to yourself you want to keep just continuously learning and growing your personal brand is going to evolve and grow over time but that doesn't mean that you have to compromise your authenticity you know keep learning and growing but always stay true to your core and your values and your personality. It's a key part of your personality. Your personality is a key part of your personal brand. So staying true to your natural style and approach, not trying to Im- imitate other people or adopt a persona that doesn't feel true to who you are. When you start to act like another creator, you're trying to adapt or copy or imitate someone, it's going to be obvious. It's going to show. So when you are able to just stay true and genuine, despite maybe wanting to replicate or um, embody a different creator or entrepreneur, whatever it is, it's okay to be inspired, but be yourself, be yourself, focus on your strengths and your unique qualities and your personal brand and your development and don't try to be something that you're not. Don't be, Don't try to be someone you aren't. Just focus on what makes you stand out from others. And even if you're in the same field as other people, what makes you you? I mean, there's a thousand different hair extension companies and a thousand different lash techs and a thousand different brands. Like there's so many of everything, right? But there's always going to be a brand that works f- just for you. So figuring out, what it is that makes you unique, how you can tap into that, hone in on it, and that's what's really going to make you stand out in the future. I want to name some really quickly. I want to share some three individuals who I think have really good personal brands and you know what I've noticed about them. Obviously, I've shared a lot about Sadie Baddies. I've shared a lot about myself as a founder, as a personal brand. But I want to name a, a, three other people. Number one... Alex Wolf. She is a tech philosopher. She is an entrepreneur. And she's also, she is the woman who is behind millennial pink, turning into this phenomenon in female founders, and specifically female founders who are known as boss babes. So Alex Wolf started this movement in kind of the mid... 2010s ish about 2017 2015 around that time frame give or take and she started this movement because she wanted to show up unapologetically as herself she wanted to be the person who wore a pink outfit a you know bedazzled jumpsuit velour jumpsuit just like Elwood's Woods in Legally Blonde. She's actually very inspired by Elwood's Woods in Legally Blonde because she didn't want to have to compromise her femininity or her womanhood or her girliness just because she had to be quote-unquote taken seriously by investors and tech bros and all these people who would judge her based on how she looks. And beyond that, she's brilliant and I love her podcast I've listened to literally every episode um, more than once (laughs) and you know I think that she's an example of somebody who really sticks to her personal brand and even as beyond a business owner she's someone on social media who has you know a presence about her that's like very interesting you know that she's an expert in her field but she also feels like a relatable person and i think that she has really nailed the personal brand formula down to a science and another person who i think is a wonderful job at building her personal brand is re turner re is someone that we've had on the podcast and we love her re is amazing she is the founder of for the healthy host podcast and re you know is someone that as you can Listen to, if you go back to our episode with Rhi as a guest, she is someone who really focuses on conscious lifestyle and she's a conscious lifestyle content creator. And she says that herself in all of her videos, she makes weekly vlogs about her life, about what she's learning, what she's reading, what she's cooking, what she's up to, what she's thinking about. She is really transparent about who she is, what she is. And I think in terms of her personal brand it shows up both in her her business but in her the way that she shows up online as well and she's someone that we love of course you know we really admire the way that she Shows up not just for herself, but for her community. And I think it's really important to stay true to your personal brand and not compromise. You know, there's a lot of people who create wellness content or there's a lot of plant based or vegan, you know, esque people that create content, but nobody does it like her. Nobody does it like her. And I think that she's really unique and special in that way. And I love that she shows up unapologetically as herself. And last but not least, Ice spice I love her. I think that she's great. I think she is not only the Princess Diana of the culture and she is the you know newly named princess of of the people's princess as quoted by Days magazine. Ice Spice really knows exactly who her target audience is. She knows who she's talking to. She has so many ad-libs that she uses in her music. She has certain poses that she uses. She has certain phrases and her style, everything about her personal brand is so consistent. Her music makes sense because it's coming from her, but she can get away with certain things that I think a lot of other artists might struggle to get away with because she's being authentic through and through. And I think that's a big reason why she's getting so much traction, you know, Obviously, her music is really catchy. It's really fun. I listen to her music when I just want to feel good. I'll throw on her music, you know, but I think that she's someone who's really nailed her personal brand. All these three, all these three women that I just talked about, they're all very different. But as you can see, the three things they have in common is that they're authentic and being authentic will always win. They stick to they don't necessarily only stick to one niche they might have something that they're really good at, or something that they're really known for, but they know that the comfort zone that they're in—that they're in—is where the magic happens. Being consistent with with your with your comfort zone, and being consistent with the content or the information or the music or the art you share, that's really what's going to help people to build a level of trust with you. And you know, I really just want to encourage you to you know, don't be afraid to take up space when it comes to building your personal brand. I mean, this this Women's History Month is dedicated to Black female founders and women of color who are working tirelessly every single day to build something from the ground up. I know it's not easy. I know how difficult it is. I know that there's days you want to give up. There's days that you don't want to keep going but the world needs you the world needs your art the world needs your creativity the world needs your skill set and no matter how much clout or recognition you get do it for yourself do it for your younger you if no one else you know and what matters more than anything else is your why because your why is what's going to get you up in the morning Having motivation is great, but being rooted in your why is what will sustain you in the long term. So embrace the unknown, embrace the confusing and the amateur part of the process of developing your personal brand or being, you know, somebody who is taking up more space online. And don't be afraid to network. Don't be afraid to show up at events by yourself. I go to events by myself all the time. I actually love going to events solo because then I can really work the room y'all <laughs> and, you know, connect and build your community. Your community is going to be the people who resonate with you the most. And whether it's big or small, it's all about showing up on- authentically as yourself. So, whew, y'all, I'm exhausted. <laughs> that was a lot of information, a lot. Um, But I just want to say that I love you so much for listening. I love you for being here. I love you for just taking up space. Please don't forget to rate and review on Spotify. You literally just look at type up this podcast or go to this podcast title, tap those five stars and that's it. You don't even have to do anything else. But this helps us so much. And we're getting so many new people downloading and listening to the podcast, which is great. But we would really, really love if you could um, just tap and review and rate uh, this podcast. And on Apple, as you know, we are featured in Apple's Women's History Month, Our Legacy 2023. We are the first podcast listener in the new era category. So definitely leave a review, even if it's one sentence. Shorter, the better, honestly. And please give us a rating on Apple as well. But I love you. I hope that you have a wonderful week. I will see you next week. Stay soft. To Stay connected. Join Sadie Baddies on Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, and more. And sign up for our monthly newsletter on SadieBaddies.com to stay in the loop. Sending you hella love and stay soft, baddie.